0: Gentlemen, welcome, welcome to our Monday night show. This is your host, Bert DeVera, physical therapist, here inside the Home Health Contract show here at Alternative Healthcare Career Group. We have a treat for you tonight, guys. Tonight, I have a very special guest, a very special guest, a friend of mine that will blow your mind if you're one of those therapists thinking, what else can I do besides working as a therapist? All right. So tonight, our topic is not about home health, although if you have any questions, feel free to message me. But tonight, we're going to switch things up. We're going to talk about what can you do as a therapist, either your PT, PTA, OT, OTA, or SLP, what can you do besides working your 95 job, or if you're on the fence of wanting to be an entrepreneur, how, how do you cross that fence, all right? So if you're here tonight and you've been banging your head against the wall and thinking, gosh, what else can I do? If you've been furloughed, if you've been laid off, guys, this is the show for you tonight. Because tonight is going to be an epic show because the guy I have in this show will tell you his story, how he became an entrepreneur from being an employee. How did he do it? okay that's the most common questions we all have as therapists how can we dive into being an entrepreneur or having a business if we were not trained to be business people right i mean i had those questions myself i i've been a therapist since 98 this is my 23rd year to, you know as a pt but the first 6 years of my career all my mindset was all about working 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 for someone and then when i finally had it you know i've experienced what most of you have experienced right now, burnout, not being appreciated, working too much, underpaid, I finally realized, you know what, there has to be a better way. And in 2003, I pulled the trigger, I crossed the fence. I, I, I moved over and jumped over the fence, became, became an entrepreneur. But tonight, is not about me. This is about you guys. If you have any questions, please, please feel free to put in your questions in the chat. This is a no-holds-barred show. You can ask any questions under the sun, how you want to do this, how how you're going to do that. Tonight, we have a guy that can pretty much answer most of those questions if you're in defense of wanting to move from being an employee to becoming an entrepreneur, all right? So without further ado, guys, I'd like to welcome in the show my friend, entrepreneur, father, leader, coach. Greg Todd from Clearwater, Florida.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All thank right. You, you. What's up, Greg? Thank you, my friend. I'm doing better than good, man. Doing better I'm, than good, man. I'm
0: wearing your shirt, bro. Look at that. SSBT I, Live 2019. I, I was it. there. I
1: love it. I love I it. There. I love it. I love it. Thank you for your support, as always. I appreciate it. You want to know something? I actually What's think of you quite often. Uh, last Wednesday... Last Wednesday I went out on the boat and I caught I caught seven trout and my fishing Woo! buddy caught ten trout. Ten trout. Dude. And uh and and all I we actually thought you gotta, I gotta, I do gotta do is call
0: me. Look at this
1: fishing <laughs> rod. <trout. laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. That's so I awesome. work on awesome. my gears. I work on my love gears, it, man. man. I love it, love it, love yeah. it, love it. So, so yeah. that's awesome.
0: So hey, thank <laughs> you for coming on the show tonight. I know yes. a lot of our colleagues are going to enjoy this show. And I know they, they have a lot of questions. And I think this is the show tonight that they will really appreciate as far as this group is concerned. Yep. This group is called Alternative Healthcare Career Group, as you yep. know, you're a member of this group as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of therapies are really looking for that alternative. Okay. Right. So um, most of the therapists in this group have different ideas of of their alternative choices. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the other day I made a post since I'm one of the moderators here, I made a post. Okay, guys, why are you here? Are you looking for another job or are you looking to be a business owner? So I got mixed responses. Um, right. there's a lot of people that are just wanting to look for a job and that's totally mm-hmm. okay. There's nothing wrong right. with that. Right. Uh, if that's our, our thing, then, Hey, we got to do our thing. Um, there's no wrong answer. Um, and there's a lot of people also that are, you know, saying, Hey, uh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a business owner. So I, I was thinking, what better way to share, you know, um, what you know, since you're one of those therapists right, who right. who used to be a worker and then now mm-hmm. became an entrepreneur. Right. So um, I don't want to dive too much about your story. I want you to tell us your story. Who is Greg Todd?
1: I think, you know, Greg Todd is a guy that didn't want to be an entrepreneur. You know, I, I think I think the truth of the matter is that most people – uh, that answer. I, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I, I just want to work for someone. That's who Greg Todd is. That's all I wanted to do. So, so if we go back to my original story, um, you know, my father was an entrepreneur. My father worked in a financial services company. Okay, mm-hmm. and he still does, and he did very well for himself. He's done very, very, very good for himself. But as a kid, Bert, I saw the good times in his business, and I saw the bad. And now when I look back at it, Bert, there was so much more good than bad. But during the bad times, um, I saw my dad and my mom struggle in their relationship. And for some reason, as a kid, I always equated my dad being an entrepreneur to why my parents struggled. Mm. Okay. And, and so, I mean, it's not to get so deep, but, but I always equated that. And it's so funny because only till recently, I've been asked myself why, like, why did I do that? And I think it's a combination of other things. I think number one is I think as humans, we tend to focus on the negative over the positive, you know, and I've had to train myself to really like try to balance that out and focus on more positive than negative. But I think just naturally we do. I think we're always trying to protect ourselves, right? So, okay, don't do this. Don't do this. Instead of go do this, go do that, right? Okay, I think that's number one. I think number two, Bert, is I think that like if you look at the news, if you look at you know uh, shows, movies, our super, you know I love superheroes. If you, if you always look at the villain, the villain in every single superhero movie is always an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I think that we are we are slowly indoctrinated that like entrepreneurship is just not good. It's risky. There's evil to it. This that da 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 da. I think it's changed a bit over the last couple of years. Now the entrepreneurship is kind of you know kind of the fad thing. It's kind of the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So that's the reason why I became a PT. Okay, that really is the main reason. I didn't want to be like my dad in that sense. He was a mm-hmm. hardworking man. He's a good man. But that's, that was a turnoff for me. And I always equated my parents' relationship not doing well to my dad being an entrepreneur. Okay. So now i become a PT. I graduated from FIU in 2000. Let's fast forward to 2004. Okay. 2004. I'll never forget this. It's a Saturday mo- uh, morning and uh, my wife and I are kind of on the rocks. Mm. We're having the same problems. I mean, that my parents were having not the same exact problems, but we were on rocks with our marriage. Why? Because I wasn't spending time with her because I was working so much as an employee, staying late, doing notes, trying to go above and beyond. Do this, do that. I'm working and doing an extra job for the company that I'm working for on the side after work, not getting paid, just trying to do every single thing that they say. Because I'm always in fear of losing my job, right? Mm -hmm. So so that's what I did. And it got me to the point where I was actually working with professional tennis players. So then I felt inferior because I felt like maybe I'm not good enough. I need to get more certification. I need to do this. So every single weekend, I'm gone to go do certifications. University of St. Augustine, go do this. Manual therapy certification, blah, 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 blah. Okay, all these things. And here I am now at this point where my wife is getting ready to leave me. She's highly considering it. And I was like, wow, wait a minute. I thought this only happened to entrepreneurs. Mm. Mm. It doesn't matter. So then I realized, okay, I don't want to be an entrepreneur, but I really don't have a choice. Mm -mm. Or maybe I did. So I said, you know what? Before I decide this entrepreneurship thing, let me go talk to my boss and see if my boss will give me off one day a week. Give me one day a week off. And this is what I told my boss. I said, said, Al, I will work 12-hour shifts, four days a week. You guys are paying me salary 40. I'll put in 48. Just give me off one day a week so I can try to reconnect with my wife. Al was a good friend of mine. Al said no. He said, I can give you more money, but I can't give you more time. So it was after that day. That was a Monday, Bert. After that day, I came back. I saw Al on, on Tuesday. And I gave my notice. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't want to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to present this to you all in the group. Anybody that's listening is it's okay to not want to be an entrepreneur. Ask yourself though, what do you want out of life? Here's what I knew I wanted. I wanted to have more time with my kid. I wanted to have more time with my wife. I knew that we were having my first son coming up. And I wanted to have more time with him. I wanted to have time for myself. I was gaining weight like crazy. I wanted to have time to be able to actually work out. Okay. I wanted to, when I was something, I didn't like that I couldn't do things the way that I wanted to do with clients. I didn't like that. I was totally dictated by insurance companies and even not just by insurance companies, by the corporate place that I worked at. I'm like, this is how we want you to treat patients. So I realized that at that point, I didn't have freedom. So, did I want to be an entrepreneur? No, but did I want freedom? Yes. Could I get freedom by working for this this corporation? No. So, did the only option I knew was entrepreneurship? So, even though I didn't want to do the thing, there was something that I wanted, and entrepreneurship was going to be the vehicle that was going to help me get there. Gotcha.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So. Um, I'm sure a lot of our viewers tonight are going to ask this next question, Mm -hmm. right? So what did you do first? You put in your notice and then what? What happened?
1: I think the most important thing is that I put in my notice. Because once you make the decision, then you're able to figure out the other things after. But now there's enough, there was enough um, momentum That was built by me actually making such a big decision that, like, I had to figure out the next steps, right? So here's what I did. Because I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't know this. I don't know that. They're just not sure. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And they go in circles because, like, they really don't make a big move. They don't quit the job. They don't tell the boss that I'm going to cut my hours down. They don't do anything that actually creates momentum mm-hmm. like they they, like they don't do anything so for me, I remember this is what I did I quit i i put I put in a notice, right I had two weeks. I didn't know what to do, where I was going to go, and I also had a non-compete right mm. so here so here's what I did. first thing I did was I actually went to a physician that was referring patients to us. And I told him, I'm leaving this place and I have a non-compete for a year, okay? You can still refer there. I just want to let you know, I appreciate everything you've done for me. He's like, do you have an accountant? I said, no, I don't have an accountant. He goes, hey, he, he said, you know what? Let me help you out and let me tell you about my accountant. So I met the, you know, his accountant. His name is Pete Lachman. He's actually been my accountant for the last 17 years, okay? Pete Lachman is actually going to be speaking at SSHC live, okay. Nice. He is the man that is. Him and my father are the two men that are responsible for allowing me to become a multimillionaire today. Okay, wow. so he 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 look he links me up with this guy. I'm a 26 year old guy at that point, and I have a meeting with Pete. Pete says, "Okay, well, this is what you're going to need. You're going to need to do this. You're going to need to do that. You need to do this." So I went home and I did the things he said to do. He says, "Also, let me hook you up with one of my." Um clients who happens to be a physical therapist. His name is Mike. So I then said, Okay, thank you. I called Mike. Mike then said, Hey, um, I said, Hi, Mike. My name is Greg Todd. Um, I'm a 26-year-old guy. I just left my job. I want to open up my own practice. Do you mind if you can answer a couple questions for me? Mike said, sure, no problem. You want to come by my clinic? I said, sure. So I went by his clinic. So you guys are seeing this. I don't have all the stuff figured out. I just did. I did the big thing, and then I just started to act. So I acted, went to Dr. Foreman. Dr. Foreman then tells me to go to Pete. Pete then tells me to go to Mike. Mike then actually speaks with me. I go to Mike's clinic. Mike says, you know what? You're a cool dude. I was like, man, thank you so much for giving me all this information for free. This is so awesome. He goes, hey, Before I ble- as I'm leaving out there, he said, like, hey, would you be willing to work at my clinic? I'm like, great, I don't have a job. This is perfect. Because I, okay, right? So then I go and I work at Mike's clinic. He hasn't been on vacation in three years since he opened up his little small practice, right? So I go and I tell all my professional tennis players, hey, this is where I'm going to be. You can come here for three days. So then Mike's secretary is like, this guy works with all these celebrities. You, you, Yo, you got to bring him up. So then Mike, when he comes back from his vacation, says, hey, do you want to work here some hours a week? within?" A week and a half, Bert. I had enough income that replaced my full time salary. Wow. wow! Mike ended up going on to offer me partnership in his little clinic called Renewal Rehab, High Park. I then bought into the company, and together we built a million dollar business.
0: Wow! That's that's my just point.
1: Awesome. My point in the story is that. So many people want to have the answers figured out before they make the move. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. At least in my, in, in how I've done it. I believe in faith and I believe that you're not going to have all the answers figured out. But when you make the big move, what will happen is that you will have faith and faith then brings anticipation. Anticipation then brings action. Whereas I believe most people are actually acting in fear. Fear creates anxiety. Anxiety creates paralysis, which is inaction. That's right. So if everything that you do is based in faith, you will always anticipate what's going to happen, and you will just act on what's in front of you. Act. Act. Dr. Foreman, Pete Lackman, Mike Anastasis. Go work at his clinic for a day. Go work another day. Go work a third day. He comes back. Come back for another week. Come back for another week. Three weeks later, partnership. Wow, that's
0: that reminds me of the the corridor principle. You know, like I'm sure you've heard of this. Mm -hmm. If you go down the corridor, there are so many doors. You won't know what's behind those doors unless you go down the corridor, right? And in your case, you basically took a leap of faith. You quit your job. And boom, it just, you just figured it out along the way. Right. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our colleagues right now don't even have to put in their notice. A lot of them got furloughed. A lot of them right. got laid off. So involuntarily, they somehow quit, quote, unquote, their job because they were forced to quit their job, right? right. So if, if there's someone listening to us tonight and they're in that boat right now, they don't have any job right now. They don't know what to do. They don't know whether to start, you know, private practice, cash, home health, public health, whatever it is out there. All right. What would you advise them to do first thing first? First and foremost, Yeah, what are they supposed to do?
1: So the first thing I would advise them to do is find a subcategory. Here, let me show you something real quick. It's the first thing that they need to do. Um, Many people haven't even thought of this. Okay. But the way that it's going to work is there is this amazing, amazing, amazing world out there. There's 7 billion people. Okay. Um, I can tell you that I've been able to make millions of dollars in my industry and maybe total between my clinics, my coaching business. Maybe I've helped, I don't know, directly, indirectly, 15 to 20,000 people. There's 7 billion people out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So here's the trick. You see what I have up on the screen? You see this? Mm -hmm. Okay. The first thing I would do, okay, before you go get the LLC, before you get the business account, before you do any of those things, those things will not bring you clients. Those things will not bring you money. Understand the power of the sub. Now, here's what most people say. I say, who do you help? They say, I help everybody. And that's the reason why you'll never help anybody. Okay? So, remember I said, there's 7,000 people, right? A lot of people say, Greg, I help women. No, that's not enough. Greg, I help women that are between 40 and 50. 50. Nope, that's not enough. Greg, I help women with autoimmune issues. Nope, that's not enough. Greg, I help women 40 to 50 with autoimmune issues. Nope, that's not enough. Greg, I help women between the ages of 40, 50 that have Sjogren's disease that want to be able to get back to the gym. That's what you need to do. That's called the power of the sub. Wow. It is a subcategory. And what I have really come to see is that, unfortunately, most people in healthcare, whether they're physios, they're OTs, they're CODAs, they're PTAs, Kairos, it doesn't matter. They don't understand the power of the niche. Now, let's think of you. Let's think of you. You've had all right. really good success. What do you do? do you Great question. <laughs> do you help all PTs? No. No? Nope. No, nope. no. Nope.
0: I will answer that question, and thanks for asking me. So for those of you listening tonight, and you probably don't see me a lot here in the group, but I do have this Monday night show here. Again, my name is Bert. I'm a physical therapist, and I will answer that question. What do I do? So, what Greg showed you as the power of the sub um, is also called the power of niching down, right, yeah. Greg? So, um, my niche as a physical therapist is I help PTs, OTs, and SLPs, even PTAs and codas. I help them start a home health contract business because these are the therapists that are tired of doing the nine to five job. But they want to start a business on this side without quitting their job yet and no huge overhead. Okay, so that's exactly what I do. And I've been doing this since 2003. And I have colleagues that will show you as a social proof that this thing works. Okay, and I actually show the numbers. So to answer Greg's question, I don't work with everyone. This is why when you go to my website, rehabpreneur.com, you don't see me advertising, hey, buy this, buy that, this is it, this is that. No. I want to talk to you first. I want to see where your mindset is. I want to know you know, what you want to do in life. Like Greg said earlier, what is it that you want out of life? So to me, home health contracting is just a tool to get what you want in life Applying what you already know, what you're passionate about, which is physical therapy or whatever your discipline is. Okay, We are clinicians first, like Greg said a long time ago, and I totally agree with that. We signed up to be physical therapists, OT, speech therapists, and we're here to change our patients' lives by improving their quality of life. But that doesn't mean we can't make money. That doesn't mean that we should be slaves to, to some employer and just wait for them to dictate what we're supposed to do. I mean, again, I'm not putting down anyone. If you, if all you want in life is to have a job, get a paycheck, hey, hats off to you. I respect that. But you got to play with what comes with that territory, which is putting up with the stress, putting up with the politics, putting up with being underpaid, underappreciated. That comes in that territory. If you want to be free from that, then like Greg said, I didn't plan to be an entrepreneur like he did. He didn't plan it, but I realized that's the best way for me to get out of that um, nine to five thing, which is I don't want to do. Right. Right. So that's my niche down. I work with these therapists who want to want to go into the home health industry because it's not for everybody. It's Mm -hmm. either home health. It's either you like it or you don't. But if you like it and you like the lifestyle it brings to you, then hey. I'll talk to you. I can help you. Well, thanks for asking me that, Greg. Right. So
1: I think I think that's very important. I've always known Bert. He's the home health guy. Somebody says to me, hey, you know, um, I I, th- I think I want to get into creating a home health, you know, business. Oh, Bert's your guy. It, it's it's so oh, oh just go to Bert. Yeah, he's actually a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here, here, you know, you know, take his number, right? And I refer people to Bert. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just like how Bert has referred people to me, right? Because it's very clear what we do. I don't help everyone, like I like today, like today. And by the way, you could change it, and and I typically change who I want to help based on what I'm currently going through. One of my spiritual gifts, one of my 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 natural abilities, is that I have really good energy, but I only have good energy yes. when it's something that I'm passionate about. So for me, I'm constantly changing the niche of who I'm helping, and it's based off of something that I've just overcome. That's right. So for me, um, I used to help people get to six figures and get to seven figures that are just physical therapists. And then I helped so many physical therapists that OTs started to come my way. And then after I helped so many OTs, registered dietitians started to come my way. And then yeah, PTA started calling me. And then Coda started actually hey, Greg King. Help. Okay. So I started helping all of them, right? Okay. But then I started helping so many people. And I had all these businesses. And I had my staffing agency in the Philippines that's growing like crazy. And I had all this stuff going on that I started to actually feel overwhelmed. Mm. And last year, I said, I'm going to like reboot everything. I'm going to just just reset it all. And create new boundaries in my life and take care of my spiritual well-being and my mental health and my physical health and my family and just everything. And if that means I have to lose business, it's fine, but I'd rather keep them all. And so now I help healthcare professionals that want to make six to seven figures a year but want to do it part time like me. So I'm more in the business of let me help you make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year working a couple hours a week like me. And I do it in a different way. So it's not for everyone, but for the person that's like, wait a minute, I've made good money and I don't want to work 80 hours a week anymore or 70 or 60 or 50 or 40. I'm your guy. Now, what I know is I know that There's not a lot of people out there that have done that. So I know that whoever's in that situation, they kind of have to use me. That's the power of the sub. That's the first step that I would do before anything else. Now, when you know who that audience is, you want to know what you're going to realize? You're going to realize that there's not really a lot of other people out there that are doing this. There's not a lot of people out there that are talking to this audience. And when this audience finally realizes that you have been put on this earth right now to serve them, they will gladly pay you whatever you ask for. That's
0: right. I they agree. Will. I agree. And um, you know, I I say this a lot to colleagues that are calling me, asking if I can if I can teach them what I do. You know and. One of the topics that always you know, is very, I would say, sensitive is when it comes to, okay, Bert, I want you to teach me. uh, Please show me how you do things and how much is it? All right, they ask that question and everybody should, right? How much is it and all that? So once I tell them how much it costs to start a business like what I have and I would invest in them at least three months of my time and then month to month after that, you know, the ones who see the value have no issues paying the fee Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: they know they can get back that fee and then some, okay? Those are the guys that are in my website showing their testimonial. They got their money back and then some. Mm -hmm. But for those people who look at the, the money right away as an expense as opposed to an investment and knowing that it's not even a fraction of what they paid for PT school or OT school, but they look at it as if, why would I invest this money on this business? Uh, it's an expense. I don't have to pay this guy. Well, that's totally up to you. If you don't want to invest right. that money in yourself, then don't expect some change, right? right. Yeah. I mean, right. Right. did our professors in college teach us physical therapy for free? Hell no. But, right? No, but exactly. Her,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw something because um, you're one hundred percent right. OK, you're you're what is right. But it's unfortunate that we have to deal with the sins of the father. Let me tell you what I mean by that. All right. go ahead. The sins of the father is this. The people that are questioning it are looking at their past investments when it comes to education. Mm-hmm. So the truth of the matter is that a lot of people aren't very happy with the investment that they put into physical therapy school, mm. occupational therapy school. Mm. And they're saying, gosh, I put $100,000, $150,000, and this investment is only allowing me to make up to $70,000 a year. Mm. So you are having to deal with the sins of the father. I agree. And unfortunately, they're looking like, wait a minute, is he going to do me like how school did me? Now, the truth of the matter is, is that that's not the case. Right. So so Bert has to, unfortunately, because of the sins of the father, he has to explain to people why this is going to be different than that investment.
0: Right.
1: Now, the truth of the matter is, is that. um, School. And this is why I believe that this group is so big and it's because people are looking for alternative careers. Right. But I truly believe that most people are looking for an alternative to something that they're not going to find in a different career. Now, here's what I mean by that. Um, there is something that I teach that my, one of my mentors originally taught me, and that is the four levels of value. And the four levels of value is understanding that there are four different types of things that people do in the marketplace And all those things are very important. Actually, like equally important. But each of those things are valued at a different level in the marketplace, right? Like I'm not here to sit. Like I I don't think I'm any better than Bert. I think Bert's a child of God. I'm a child of God. I mean, I feel like we're totally equal. But when it comes to levels of value, if Bert does things that are at a higher level, he's going to get compensated more. And that's really it. The truth of the matter is, is that majority of degrees – that we get from school, regardless of what career you think you're going to go into, is at the lowest level of value. Here, let me show you something real quick. Let me show you something. I just sent this to my brother, okay? Now, I know this is going to be hard to see on the screen, okay? But this is the median annual salary of the highest healthcare professionals, Okay? All right. Now, I know it's kind of hard to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, but basically, here's what it is: anesthesiologists, surgeons, oral and max maxillofacial surgeons, obstetricians, orthodontists, um, psychiatrists, family and general pra- uh, practice uh, uh, physicians. The average salary for those at the highest level, by the way, physical therapy is not on here. Okay, but the highest level is somewhere between two hundred to two hundred and forty thousand dollars. That is the highest level that you can get paid as the lowest level of value which is an implementer these jobs anesthesiologists you have to go to school for 12 plus years for that 12 plus years when you add in a residency as well surgeons like average pay for a surgeon average is 252 okay you have to go to school for 12 plus years and your your debt is about probably about a half a million dollars okay now Now I want to tell you all this, like most uh, degrees in college, the amount of investment that you put in, you don't get that return on your investment. True. Why? Because you are at the lowest level of value. See what these people are doing is they are trading time for money. That's what they're doing. So even if you make $200,000 or you make $100,000 or you make $80,000, you're still trading time for money. And it's very difficult to do. That's why so many people want a different career because they're tired. Right. But when you go into entrepreneurship, you start to get compensated because you're doing different levels of value. Here are the different levels of value. Unification. Unification are the managers that oversee the operators. They're the people. They are the, the main managers at hotels or they are the managers at hospitals. They are the clinic directors at rehab facilities. They are the um, overseers at Whataburger. They are the people that are managers for Tesla. These people make double to triple what the implementers make. Why? Because they are overseeing the people that do the work, and that's a higher level of value. Mm -hmm. You know what's even higher? Communication. Communication are authors, actors, actresses. Salespeople. if you were to ask Bert what Bert makes on a sales call, being a communicator, he will tell you that it's probably more per hour than any of these people that have gone to school for 12 to 16 years. Why? I mean, am I right, Bert? Am I right? You're right. You're right. Okay. Why? So the question is why? Because it's a higher level of value. That's right. And the highest level of value is imagination. That is when you are creating strategies, when you are coming up with ideas and the people that imagine these things, kind of like Elon Musk did when he said, I want to create an electric car that has a screen bigger than an iPad. And then he was able to communicate that to his team who was then able to unify people so that they can act and make the cars. Well, he becomes the richest man in the world. So what people have to understand is before you ask yourself, what is the alternative career that I'm looking for? Mm. What you need to ask yourself is, what is the alternative life that I'm looking for Mm. that I don't currently have? And then work backwards and say, well, what can give me that life? And I think what you'll find is that you're going to run into the same problem that Bert and I ran into and that you'll realize that crap. There's no way out of this but entrepreneurship.
0: I agree. I agree. There's no um, other way. If I've. I got to share with you real quick, Greg. You know, I, I see my batchmates, you know, in the physical therapy world, where obviously not a lot of us took the entrepreneurship pathway, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they they call me, they talk to me, hey, Bert, what have you been doing? Blah blah blah, and. They complain about I'm so burnout, man. I've been doing this for twenty something years. I'm still in this same job, and they don't appreciate me. I haven't gotten a raise and all that. And I tell them the same thing. That's what you signed up for. That's 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 what you chose to do. You know, yeah. um, I could have chosen the same path, but I didn't want to. You know, right. um, and I'm like you, Greg. Um, back in 2003, I was working three weeks straight because the company I was working for cannot find a PT to replace me. And we were pregnant with our second child, our son, and our daughter was three years old at that time. So imagine we were pregnant, my wife was expecting me to come home and have an intelligent conversation with her, an adult conversation, and guess what? I couldn't because I'm so tired, I have to finish the paperwork that night and be ready Mm -hmm. again for the next day. So we were fighting, there was no, you know, our marriage was was crumbling and finally I said, I've had it. We have to do something. We have to change. And so we sat down, we spoke about it and I told her, look, if you give me a chance to start a business, we, we had about three to six months emergency fund at that time. Look, give me a chance. If in three to six months, this doesn't work out, I can always look for a job. Right. Okay. And this is what I tell the, the, the potential clients that I work with, look, Worst case scenario, if this doesn't work out for you, you always have your license. You can always mm-hmm. go back, look for another job, you're back to where you are, right? But the worst thing you can do is wanting to do something like this as far as entrepreneurship and then, then give it a try. Right. And then at your deathbed you're like, oh crap, I wish I did this, I wish I did yeah. that. That's yeah. the worst thing you can do right. to yourself, right? So uh, I really think and I totally agree with you, Greg, entrepreneurship is the best, I would say, solution to the kind of life that you and I wanted. And and hopefully our listeners tonight will realize that as well. Okay. But speaking of entrepreneurship, I want to dive in real quick into your upcoming event. So... Um, you have an event happening in Orlando, June fifth and sixth, right? Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be there. I'm pretty you're sure I'm going to get another shirt. So, get
1: another shirt. Get another shirt. I already yeah, got yeah, my yeah.
0: ticket. Got my plane ticket. That's I got right. my awesome. my hotel and everything. I will see you there again. There, support you. Um, but I want our listeners to realize um, tonight you're here live. We got about thirty thousand listeners in this group. What are they going to get out of this live event? And um, what is it, what's in it for them? If they cannot go live, I'm sure they can watch uh, virtually, sure. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'd like for you to dive into this event. What is it all about?
1: Yeah. I mean, basically, here's the deal. I teach people how to not trade time for money in healthcare. Like That's what I've done for the last six years. That's how I've created programs that have helped over 1,500 healthcare professionals. But there's different ways you can do it. I can teach you through a course that you go on your own. I can teach you through you coming to one of my live trainings online. Um, But then there are very few times a year. I didn't even get to do it last year. There are very few times a year that I can teach the whole thing in two days. Wow. I can teach the whole thing in two days. So am I going to teach you how to not trade time for money? Yes. Are we going to teach you how to become an authority in your market, which is the biggest thing that you have to become, okay? If you want to do this, you're going to have to become an authority. And I have people that are going to teach you how to become the authority in your market, whether it's as a clinician, whether it's as someone that's an authority in the community, whether it's as an authority to your prospects or it's as an authority to build a global brand. When you build a global brand, you become, I mean, I'm talking lasting legacy, Mm multi-multi-millionaire. I'm actually bringing in uh, a special guest for that. Uh, Five-time New York Times bestseller uh, who is coming in, 75 years old, and this person is actually – Um, built one of the most massive brands in America in one niche. And that's what I'm going to teach you because that's what you need. So you also need to understand this too. Tactics, tactics is one thing. Okay. And teaching, okay, you do this, you did that, you do this, you do that. Most of you, honestly, you've been in the group, you know kind of things to do. Question is, why are you not doing it? Mm. Question is, why are you not doing it? So um, I know that me saying that to you on a live thing like this, and you all will watch it live, replay, whatever. That's one thing. But I know that when I get people in a room live, we can get to the root of the problem. And find out why you're not taking action, why you're not doing the thing. And I know why you're not. And that's usually because you haven't really gotten down to why you really want to do this in the first place. Okay. And once we start to figure those things out, I know that it's able to get people to take action. And when they take action, their life changes. And it doesn't matter how much you might want it to change up here. If you don't take action, nothing's going to change. nothing's going to change. So that's what you're going to get at the event. I mean, that's what you're going to get. Um, it's, It's not everything that you've learned before. Like I can tell you right now, there's power in people. I can tell you right now, there's power in having someone that's been through the path that you've been through before and knows how to navigate those things. There's power in knowing that there's other people that are just like you, that are struggling with the same things that you're struggling with, which is why they haven't been able to make the jump. There's power in being around those people. Right. There's power in all that, and oh. and I know this. I know that right now. It's, it's kind of a very interesting time, Bert. So right now, we haven't had a live event in like eighteen months, right? Mm-hmm. And healthcare yeah, as is, usual. This is the last one. Yeah, sure. this is the last one, right? And healthcare, as usual, is always in last place. No, no one in healthcare is doing any how many events. So so that's a problem. And not only is that a problem, it's a problem just because they're not doing live events. It's a problem because people are isolated. And people right now are being furloughed. They're laid off from their jobs. They're miserable in their jobs. And what's even worse is they're isolated. Mm-hmm. They're isolated. And that's what has happened in this whole COVID thing. It's isolated so many people. And so um, I realized that I have to get people together. And I have to get people to be able to see the power of having other people in their corner and what it can do. and um, And that's what I want. And that's what I want to do. And I I, I know this is going to be a magical event. Uh, it might not be as big as others, but it's going to – which is actually even better because I will be able to basically talk and communicate with every single person. And um, and if you don't have two months, hopefully you have two days.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, if you don't mind, Greg, let me just share with uh, our viewers the screen real quick. mm mm-hmm. And um, Jen, if you're in the background, if you don't mind posting in our Facebook group the link for the event so everyone can have the opportunity to purchase the the ticket for this, either live or virtual. So I'm going to share the screen right now. Uh, Share screen. And here we go. Okay, hold on. So I'm gonna put a window share screen. All right, Jen, can you see our screen? Okay, so guys, here's the uh, the live event website for Smart Success Healthcare Live 2021, and this is for anyone in the healthcare um, industry, whether you're a PT. OTSLP nurse dietitian. It's happening on June fifth and sixth, twenty twenty one, in Orlando, Florida, and it's gonna happen in um, I believe Marriott Hotel, World Marriott. Orlando World World Marriott.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Or yep.
0: World Marriott. Yep. And there's uh, some rooms available with special discounts, right, Greg? Yep.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. It's okay. all on the
0: site. It's all on the site, and we got a bunch of speakers and. If you go to this site, there's um, a link to purchase your ticket right here. Reserve your ticket now. And you will see some videos of um, what the event is all about. And, guys, um, it will also show you an option for a virtual ticket if you can't fly into Orlando. But I encourage you to fly in, especially if you've been um, suffering with cabin fever and you just want to get out. You've got the vaccine. Um, I encourage you guys, this is going to be an epic event. I've been to two events of Greg with this um, uh, the kind of event, and I'm telling you it's it's worth the money. It's worth the time going out there. Always, you know, learn, always, you know, meet new friends and um, learn from other people. It's, it's just a great time to be out there and be with your tribe and be with other entrepreneurs. Other therapists are also you know just on the fence of being wanting to be an entrepreneur, and, and you guys are gonna well, how do I say this? You're there's gonna be some, some fire that's gonna be you know lit in, in your bottom or something like that. So, how do you say it, Greg? So, this will this will lit your bottom, is what I'm trying yeah. to say <laughs> to get get up and do something, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, with that said, do we have any questions? Um, Jen, any questions? No questions. So, guys, um, thank you for listening to this show tonight. And um, if you want to watch the replay of this uh, of this show, um, you will be getting the link. If you have your email in our, in our email list, you will get the link. We will also post the link in this group. And feel free to ask me any questions. Reach out to me. Reach out to Greg. And, um... I'm pretty sure you guys have learned a lot of things tonight with this topic of being, you know, how to be a worker to, to crossing into entrepreneurship. So Greg, if there's one advice you can give to our listeners tonight, to every single member of this group, what would be your advice?
1: You know, I would just say to you, there's no reason to settle. Yeah. That's what I would say. There's no reason to settle. Somebody asked me the other, uh, actually not the other day. Somebody asked me today in an interview. It said, Greg, where do you see yourself five years from now? Said five years from now? Well, I want everything better. I want more money. I want more time with my family. I want amazing health. I want a great relationship with my wife. I want Amazing relationships with my four kids. I want my businesses to flourish. I want my employees to be able to go to another level so that they feel like they're entrepreneurs. I want my employees that want to be entrepreneurs and leave to go. I want new people to get an opportunity to come with me. I want everything. I want it all.
0: Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Exactly. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that.
1: What's wrong with that? (laughs) Somebody asks you, hey, what do you want your health to be like in five years? What are you going to say? Oh, just average. (laughs) I'm like, no, no, I want it all. So don't settle. Like, don't settle. And by the way, I was happy when I had a one-bedroom apartment. But I never settled. I, 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 I knew there was more. That's it. You want to know why you're going to get a fire lit under your bottom like what Burke said? The reason why is because we're going to show you what more is. And we're going to show you how to go get the more. Right. Your your family will thank you for it. Your kids will thank you for it. Your future family will thank you for it. Just go out there and do it. We live in America. Just do it.
0: Amen to that, brother. Well, Greg, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming in the show live tonight and sharing your story Appreciate with us. Party. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'll see you in a few weeks live I'm in excited, Orlando. Man. I'm, excited.
1: I'm excited. I'm and excited. I'm excited to see you and everybody yeah, else.
0: It'd be awesome. And uh, guys, you have the link for the event and uh, feel free to get your ticket as soon as possible, because I believe the tickets are going to go up as far as the price pretty yep. soon, right? Yep. yep. So um, guys, uh, grab your tickets. This is going to be one event you don't want to miss. Greg, thank you very much. And guys, thank you for joining us here inside Alternative Healthcare Group. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again. Good night.